hello, 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 Victors. Thank you for listening to Victoriously Broken. We are your hosts, Invincible and Mrs. T. And this safe space was created for all who have been broken to share their testimonies, to encourage and uplift others. Today's episode is titled Uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> now, I want to remind y'all again that this is part three of a four-part series. Yes. Titled Growing Pains. And when we grow, it's uncomfortable. Mm. Girl. It's like when we grow out a pair of jeans and we try to slip them mugs on. Oh, oh, you can't get it up. Ooh, you be trying. Oh, oh, and it gets stuck. Yeah. It gets stuck right in the middle of the side. Okay. Oh, now you, you try, try to get it back on. Oh, and it gets butter, stuck. You know what I'm saying? To ease it on up. Like, come on, Jordy. Say a little prayer. In the name of Jesus. Need some CW40. This button will fasten. Amen. In the name you know? of Jesus. Take these pants off. Okay, laying on the bed, jumping up and down, trying everything we can to fit into these jeans. But you right. know what? They're uncomfortable, baby, because you grew out of them. Mm. Mm. When, when, when we grow out of friendships, it's uncomfortable and it hurts. Yep. yep. But it's part of growing, right? It's part of life. It's something that must occur in order for us to get to our goal, get to, you know, our, our purpose, to reach our purpose. Growing is uncomfortable, but it's necessary. Yes. Brings me back to that forest fire. I love saying, I love talking about that. Brings back to that forest fire. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable and it hurts and it's sad, but it's necessary. Yep. It's always a struggle when you get thrown out of your comfort zone. Always. It's, it's never easy. Um, no, because who, who likes change? Who, who generally like, oh, I just love change. I just want to keep changing. I mean, it, there probably are people out there, you know, don't get me wrong, because there's always someone. Exactly. You know, but, like, and, and I know, I don't... I can adapt to change. Uh, I can. And, you know, but all change really isn't always uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you make a change or you participate in some change, it can be to your comfortability, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be um, something that you have been anticipating and that you've been waiting for and that you're excited for. And so now you are all the way okay with that change coming, mm-hmm. right? So you have that type of change. You have that exciting change. You have that, uh, that change where, you know, it's for you and you know it's for you and you've been waiting on it. Um, however, then there's that other change. <laughs> is that other type of change where it came out of nowhere mm-hmm. that type of change that comes out of nowhere that type of change that it don't make sense that just doesn't make any type of sense at all and because it came out of nowhere and and 
it's just not making any sense. It makes you completely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to figure out how to navigate this particular change. But what if you can never understand how exactly to navigate the change? What if this change makes you so uncomfortable? It's draining. You feel so drained. You feel like, I don't even feel like waking up today. I don't feel like getting out of bed. I don't feel like going on. I don't feel like, I don't feel like trying today. I just do not feel like it. What if you get into that season in your life where you're tired of trying because this thing, this change that happened is just completely not right for you or you feel like it's completely not right for you. And so oftentimes when we get in our feelings and feel like the change is not right for us, we do everything in our power to go against the change. Yes. We do everything in our power to fight the change or try to stop the change from happening, right? And so to me... That's kind of like if you ever been to a pool or to the ocean, right? You ever gotten to the water? What do they say when you're in the water? You, you have to swim with the current. You have to be, you have to be in sync with the currents of the water in order for you to have a better swimming and a better experience in the ocean. Mm-hmm. However, if you find yourself going in the ocean and you're going against the current because you don't want to go back the opposite way. So you're trying to take it upon yourself. Well, I'm still going to go this way. Although that current is pushing you the opposite way. Come so on. Now you got a, now you got a friction going. Mm-hmm. Now you got friction going. You got the current beating you up this way, but you're trying to go against the grain and keep going and keep going against the current. And you're trying your best, you're trying your best, you're trying your best, and you're swimming, you're swimming, you're swimming, and you find yourself, you're still not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Come on. You're still not getting anywhere. And not only are you still not getting anywhere, but you're ending, you're going to end up where you don't want to be anyway, because the current was stronger than you. Come on. So in this particular instance, the current, the current in the water, the current in the ocean is really the change that's happening in your life. And you are fighting against that change. You're fighting against that change. And regardless, the change is going to happen. But the more you fight, the more exhausted you become. Yeah. The more beat up and bruised you become. The more leery you become the more your faith struggles, the more you lose sight of the big picture. Yes. The more you forget what you prayed for. Oh, because let's remind you, Victors and us, remember those prayer lists you made? Remember those, those things you wrote in your journal? Remember what you was talking to talking to the Lord about, say, Lord, I need this. Lord, please fix it. Please change it. Please do this. Please, please work it out. Please fix this. I need this. I need help. We need this. Well, guess what? Guess what that change is? 
Mm. That change is an answer prayer. Come on. But because you're looking for God to fluff it up all the time and to make it comfortable. Oh, you are rejecting the uncomfortable that came in the form of the change that you come on. Come on. That reminds me of that story of the man in the boat. Oh, go ahead. I'm waiting on Jesus. Oh, go ahead. I'm waiting on Jesus. Every, it's a helicopter. Uh, uh, the uh, a, a yacht came by. A sailboat came by. You had all of these things coming to you, but you rejected every single one of them because they weren't in the form you hoped or thought it should have been in. Woo! Sometimes it doesn't come that easy. And sometimes it's up to us to decipher it and to, you know, understand. Okay. Right. Sometimes it's not even for us to understand either. Sometimes it's just for us to just go along with it and trust in God. Man. That part, trust in God. You just have to go along with it and put it in your past's understanding box because it is not meant for us to understand every darn thing. No. We don't have the mental capability to understand everything. Right. Right. (laughs) And that reminds me back to my, again, the big major trauma thing that happened in my life is my kidney disease. When it all first happened, I didn't understand it. it. It didn't make sense. It was uncomfortable. Why are you doing this to me? What did I do? It just happened randomly. Are you punishing me? What is this? But I sat still and then I, I, I got that urge to, you know what? I'm about to start digging into my Bible because I want to understand something. I got some questions to be answered. I, I need to talk to you because we, we clearly got beef right now and I need some understanding. Right. And <laughs> it wasn't until after all of that, uh, the talking, the reading the word and everything that I finally realized what kind what came of it and mm-hmm. so when I tell people when people are like well where did you get the kidney disease from I'm like oh it's from God because he he was answering he was answering my prayers mm. because he needed me to be still yeah I was going nowhere fast yep I kept moving all these pieces I kept doing everything I had no business doing but I didn't know yep. at the time I'm thinking I'm helping but really I was making stuff worse yes <laughs> amen <laughs> exactly because I wasn't involving him I was trying to do it on my own you know hashtag self-made I did this on my own you know Mm -hmm. oh ain't no such Mm -hmm. thing baby I'm gonna tell you that now Ah. ain't no such thing as self-made I did it on my own not at all not at all and he showed me that he needed me to sit my behind down Mm -hmm. so he can Mm -hmm. answer everything that I prayed for yes Oh, and I think we mentioned this before in a, a previous show, Invincible, where, where we have better decide to sit ourselves down instead of God sitting us down. Come on. Come on. Because that is, it's, it's not comfortable when God does it. No. he will give you so many opportunities to do it though he will give you so many opportunities to sit down okay he will say okay 
you know, he will come in diff- different forms and shapes. And yes. even he can come through, speak through people. He can speak yes. through a TV show. He can speak yes. through a movie. He can speak yes. through a sermon. He can yes. speak through a, a board game. He can speak through whatever, through nature, through whatever yes. you're doing. He can find you. He can meet you. He can speak through that thing. And if he is telling you to sit down, to rest, to be still, we need to discuss, but you keep on ignoring it. Say, oh, I don't have time for that. Oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to rest. I don't have time to rest. I don't have time to rest. Or that's that's saying, oh, y'all, I sleep when I'm dead. I sleep when I'm dead. Uh-uh, it'll be all right. I'm asleep when I'm dead. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, let me just, you know, let me just kill, 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 kill that right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even God took a rest. Amen. <laughs> Even even God rested. He rested on the seventh day. Even God rested, right? And so when he is specifically seeking you out and telling you, I need you to sit down. I need you to listen. I need you to um, converse with me. We need to have a talk. Uh, I want to... I want to come through for you. I want to answer your prayers. We... I, but I need you to do this this and this and you can miss it you can miss it you can keep you can keep going you can keep going you can keep you can keep praying the same prayer over again and you can feel like he is not answering me i don't know what why he's not answering me but yet you pray about this thing and when you pray about it and then then after you ask god for help then you try to do all by yourself and then you do everything you want to do and then you go, you put yourself back into it again. You picking it up. You're doing everything you want to do. You're doing everything mm-hmm. you want to do constantly over and over again. But then you pray about it. But then you pick it back up and you do everything you want to do. And then you pray about it. And But then in the midst of all of that, in the midst of your cycle, you say, oh, but he's not answering me. But no, he's waiting for you to listen. Mm-hmm. He's waiting for you to listen. A lot of times, I know I've done this before I understood, when we talk with him, it's one-sided. Barry. It's just one-sided. And it's us talking to him, telling him what we want, what we need, what we like, you know, um, to have and to see happen and, and everything. But a conversation is two ways. So it's like, do you allow that time to just be in that moment in that space and time with him mm. allow him to reply <laughs> do you mm. give him time to reply or are you just a one-sided conversation just keep yep 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 i know i was yep 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 <laughs> you know and it's and it's funny because sometimes Oftentimes people get discouraged by that because they're saying, well, I'm praying and I'm doing this and I'm praying, I'm praying. And, um, and that's great. And we want you to keep praying. We want you to keep doing that. We want you to take everything you, your desires, every, all of your heart, anything that's in your heart or on your mind, mm-hmm. continually take it to God, mm-hmm. no matter what, it does not matter. But what we're saying is, the one side, what we're saying is spend time, whether it's a minute or two minutes, five minutes, just spend time in that stillness, mm-hmm. in that quiet. 
with God. And you'll be surprised how much the quiet, how much that stillness will speak to you. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times people say, oh, well, I just don't have enough time or uh, I just can't find the time. And yep. I hear that a lot because I was one of those people. Me too. You know, I, oh, I'm just so busy. What about the time and the time and the time? Well, guess what? This is a hard truth. We all get the same 24 hours in a day. Yes. And that has not changed. There's 24 hours in each day that everybody gets. And because we serve such a gracious God, we have the opportunity and gift of free will. And so we can choose how to spend our time on whatever, whoever, and however we want. Yes. You know what I learned is when I started to start my day with God, wake up extra early to give my time with God. He allowed time in my day for me to finish all that I needed to do and still have time to chill and do nothing if I chose to. He allowed the time, period. Yeah. Yeah. And I've noticed this week has been an off week for me and I have been slacking on starting my day with God. This week I've been ending my day with God and it feels so wrong. And I haven't had time. I feel discombobulated. Everything's out of place this week. Nothing makes sense this week. Um, I'm I'm exhausted this week, but I know that's because I didn't start my day with him. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'm I'm, I'm fitting him in my schedule instead Mm -hmm. of making him my schedule. Woo, that's good. And that's not, and that's not right. It don't sit right with me. Nothing makes sense this week. Like I said, it's just not right. Mm. I can't pencil him in. Can't. Oh, mm, mm, mm. you got to use a pen with God, not a pencil. Permanent marker. <laughs> Matter of fact, engrave. <laughs> just engrave God. Amen. <laughs> engrave God in your day. And here's the thing. It does not have to be super long. You are tithing your time. Tithing is not just a monetary decision. Tithing is your entire self, everything. He wants to, your first fruits of you, Mm. your time, your talent, money, all of it. He wants all of your first fruits. That's what tithing is. All of your first fruits. And what is your first fruit? What is the first thing you do? You wake up. There's no time limit on it. You don't need to start out. Listen, start out how I did. I used to do those two minute devotionals. I literally bought a book that said minute or two minute devotional, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was two minutes, two minutes. Start somewhere. The two minute devotionals had a little snippet, read a quick scripture, said a quick prayer. I said, okay, Lord. Da-da-da. And I go about my day. That's where I started. Started with me in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Now my day, my, my morning is about an hour. Mm-hmm. hour maybe a little bit more because of how long quiet how long I sit with him and this can be anywhere you choose you can choose a closet it can be in your bathroom your bedroom the kitchen wherever you choose to spend your time with God mm-hmm. just spend it meditating in quiet time mulling over thinking, praying, singing, talking, 
well, how, however you choose to spend your praise and prayer moment with God, that's between you and your maker. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. If you are in a season right now in your life where you feel like you have reached this level of uncomfort, ask the question, why is God bringing me to this uncomfort? Yes. Yes. What do I need to get out of being so uncomfortable? Yes. It's okay to ask him questions. I know I was afraid because I was always told, like we said, you don't ask God questions, but that's a lie. Because how are we supposed to know? <laughs> how are we supposed to figure stuff out if we don't ask questions? Amen. <laughs> and God works really when you're uncomfortable. He pushes you out of your comfort zone because he wants us to rely on him. He does his best work. He does his best work. Amen. He he wants, that's where you see God's, you know, miracleness. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen so much and I've personally been through so much that there's absolutely nothing no one on this earth can ever tell me or say exactly. to, me to make me question or not believe in God. Because I know from my own two eyes, mm-hmm. okay, yep. and from the people surrounding me, yep, that he is real, yep. period, yep. and he does his best work. When you're out of your comfort zone, when you just jump off the edge of that cliff and fly. Yep. You want to see God work. You got to step out your comfort zone. And trust me, I know me and Mrs. T both step out of our comfort zone every time we press record. I'm trying to tell you. Because anybody who knows us, genuinely knows us, knows that we are private people. Yes. We don't share nothing with no one. And it takes us a long time to share mm-hmm. with people that are in our circle, you know, that we, that we know it takes a long time for that ice to break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we are doing God's work. We are doing what he called us to do. And that is why it seems easy, comes off as it's easy us sitting here sharing our stories and our testimonies and with you but every time we press record we are no longer us it's just about being on assignment really stepping outside of your comfort zone yes putting yourself out there to be ridiculed by the masses is never going to be easy Whoo, baby listen and so because it's what christ did right wasn't he ridiculed? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he talked about? People called him a sorcerer. People called him uh, the devil's child. People called him uh, a fraud. People called him all types of different things. But he still said, I am about my father's business. Yes. Like, I was so <laughs> nervous starting this. Mm-hmm. Because besides death, Faith is also the hardest thing to talk about. One of the um, faith has faith has killed people. Yeah. Faith has turned people into murderers. Faith has broken up uh, 
you know, friendships and relationships. Uh, Faith is something that is the hardest thing to talk about, right? And it is frowned upon. People feel like you're pushing your beliefs onto them. And it's like, why can't we just, you know, talk about it, agree to disagree? Because honestly, when you really think about it, we it doesn't matter your faith, your religion, your belief. It, the center of it is the same. Right. Think about it. The center of it is the same. So it's like, why are we all arguing over the same thing? Because you call mm-hmm. it one thing and you call it the next. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't we talk about it? Why is it such a hard thing to talk about? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, same, like, I don't know why death is so hard to talk about. Well, I kind of understand why death is so hard to talk about, but nonetheless. Yeah. Um, Death isn't hard for me to talk about either. It comes pretty naturally. Um, it does come naturally. And I know, like, I am so comfortable with death that people do look at me weird. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Yeah. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. I boohoo cry when somebody dies that's mm-hmm. close to me. I boohoo cry. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, yeah, oh my God. Miss them. I mean, you're going to The miss world them. is over. I, you know, yeah. I can't do this. I can't see, but mm-hmm. I also understand mm-hmm. yep. that it was their time. Exactly. I understand that their assignment was completed. And that's another uncomfortable season, right? If someone lose someone. Yes. Losing a loved one, that is, that's being thrown into the most hurtful, uncomfortable season that a person can ever bear yes and you know it's it's something but you know in the bible when when someone dies mm-hmm. they strip their clothes and they put on sackcloth mm-hmm. and they you have this mourning period right this period of mourning right but once that period is over i believe i think i've, I've read one time of seven days and once that seven days was over it's like they okay. take off the cloth and then they're done. Yes. And you go back to the regular schedule program. Mm-hmm. However, that's realistic. That's not re- taking the words right out of my mouth. That is not realistic. Uh- I'm still <laughs> holding on. Like I told y'all before, I'm still crying when I think about my grandmothers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One died when I was 16. One passed when I was like 21. Mm-hmm. I'm still I still hold on to that. I still sometimes go into everybody. Everybody's grief. You can't put a time limit on grief. No. Here's the thing. Seasons change, but sometimes your seasons can last much longer than what you're used to. Yes. For instance, remember uh, last year when different states in the U.S. were going through I've seen um, weather conditions that they otherwise would not go through Mm. because of where they're located in the U.S. And no one was prepared for that season. For instance, for Texas, for instance. Yes, I was thinking just Texas froze over. They, the houses, the houses there, the, the foundations, they were not built to withstand Come all on. of that ice. Come on. Okay. The foundations were not built to withstand all of that snow. Mm. Okay. 
the people there did not have the proper clothing to withstand those freezing temperatures. Come on. Okay. Uh, The 911 personnel were so overwhelmed because they didn't have the right tools to help the people in their community. Come on. So oftentimes we're like the people in Texas where we don't have the right tools to withstand the season that we are put in. However, because we don't have the right tools in and of ourselves, that's where God comes in. Amen. And so when we get into that season and when we cross over into that season and we are pushed into that being so uncomfortable where we can't see our way through, we can't see our way out. We don't know how we're going to move forward. We don't know how we're going to move to the side. We can't go back. We have to keep going, but we don't understand how to get through. And we are begging for some sort of comfort or relief just Try and try God. Try and trust God because he is the one who is able to get you through the uncomfortable season that you are going through. Amen. He has all of the tools that you need to get you through to where you need to go. Amen. You may not have everything that you need. You may not have everything that you want, but God has what you need. Amen. To get you through your season. So just understand something. We're all going to go through that season where we are not prepared, where we have no idea what to do next. We have no idea where the money's going to come from. We have no idea where that help is going to come from. We have no idea how we're going to make it through. We have no idea where our next meal is going to come from. We have no idea how we're going to pay our rent next month. You have no idea how you're going to take care of your car note. You have no idea how these kids is going to get fed and the kids going to get clothes on their bodies. You have no idea what's going to happen next, but just believe that when you go to God in prayer, that he will hear you and he will have everything that you need to get you through the season that you're in. You are uncomfortable right now. And it may seem impossible with you, but everything that's impossible with man is possible with God because guess what? It says it in his word. When we go to Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, but Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Amen. So you just need to hold on to Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, and understand that you may feel like your season that you are currently in, that you are so uncomfortable that nothing seems possible. That what you desire and what you want right now is impossible to reach. But God clearly states that with him, all things are possible. Amen. All things are possible. Whatever it is, nothing is too big or too small for God. And what you can't handle, just take it to him. What's too heavy, he'll help you lift it. Just take it to him. Just take it to him. 
and it's a struggle in the beginning but just like anything you keep doing it you'll get the hang of it it'll become easy start your day with him don't pencil him in and he will make room and time for everything else because through him all things are possible victors listen when i tell you we are here to share god's good news that's right the fact that we are here, the fact that you are listening to us is proof that God is real. That's right. And your story is important. Yes. Don't let your story go untold. And if you would like to share your testimony, please feel free to email us at I am at victoriouslybroken.com. Because in the words of the great poet Abyss, this life isn't for me, it's for you. God gave me gray skies so yours can be blue. Until next time, peace and blessings.